I used to always tell Monsignor Schechterly when I was a deacon for him, and he used to make me preach on all the major feasts, that it's actually difficult to preach on the major feasts, like Pentecost, like Easter, like Christmas, like the Mass of the Lord's Supper. The reason why it's difficult to preach is there is so much. So you have so many options to choose from. I always like the gospel when I read it, and I know there's only one idea that I have, and you just go for it, right? But today there is much that could be said, and I will not say much because I never say much, right? You could talk about the mandatum, the commandment to do unto others. You could talk about the institution of the Eucharist. But there was something else instituted on that sacred night, something which is near and dear to my heart, and which is near and dear to both Evan and Nicholas's heart, and it's near and dear to many of the hearts in my guild and many of the hearts of young men that I see in my congregation. And that is the institution of the priesthood. For it was on Holy Thursday that the Lord instituted the priesthood, priesthood to which I have given my life for, the priesthood which has brought me great tears and also great joys, and I've not been doing it that long. The spirituality of the parish priest is guided by seven promises which he makes upon his ordination day. And you know what the priest owes you based upon those seven promises. And the first promise he makes is to assist his bishop. The bishop says, do you resolve with the help of the Holy Spirit to discharge without fail the office of priesthood in the presbyteral rank as worthy fellow workers with the order of bishops for the Lord's flock? Ultimately, the bishop is the chief shepherd in each and every region in which he dwells. But his priests are merely an extension of the bishop. My job is to be the bishop's presence here in West Bend for you, to be an extension of Archbishop Listecki, the descendant of the apostles. Then the priest-to-be is asked, do you resolve to exercise the ministry of the word worthily and wisely, preaching the gospel and teaching the Catholic faith? to wisely preach the gospel to the ends of the earth and to teach the Catholic faith. And I always remind myself there's two ways to preach. One, you can use words, but long before anyone hears your words, they should see your deeds. For you should teach most of all by what you do as a priest and how you conduct yourself. The third promise given to the ordinandi, the priest-to-be, is to celebrate the liturgy reverently. It says, do you resolve to celebrate faithfully and reverently in accord with the church's tradition, the mysteries of Christ, especially the sacrifice of the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation for the glory of God and the sanctification of the Christian people. This is the promise of the priest to offer the most holy sacrifice of the mass to sit in the confessional hour after hour, even when it hurts, so that God may be glorified and so that each one of you may be saved. Because ultimately, the end game of the priest is to pour himself out and to give of his life so that you may live. Then the priest promises celibacy. He actually promises at his diaconate ordination, but it still applies. And the bishop says, in the presence of God and of his church, Are you resolved as a sign of your interior dedication to Christ 
to remain celibate for the sake of the kingdom and in lifelong service to God and mankind. The priest must be interiorly dedicated to Christ. That is his only spouse. And he must give his life, his entire life, in service to God and to others. The fifth promise which he makes is the bishop says, Do you resolve to implore with us God's mercy upon the people entrusted to your care by observing the command to pray without ceasing? The priest, without ceasing, with tears and with supplication and with penance, should cry out to God to call down mercy for his people. Because ultimately, when I appear before the throne of God, I will be responsible for each and every one of your souls. That is something that I bear with great burden. The sixth promise is a simple one, but it is the most difficult. It says, do you resolve to be united more closely every day to Christ the high priest who offered himself for us to the father as a pure sacrifice and with him to consecrate yourselves to God for the salvation of all ultimately the priest should become what he sacrifices upon the altar who is Christ and Christ crucified because unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies it does not bear fruit and so the priest should be so united to Christ that he gives of himself to his people until it hurts, and then he pours himself out even more so that you may have life. And then the priest-to-be, he approaches his bishop, and he kneels before him, and he places his hands in the bishop's hands. And the bishop says, Do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors? This is the final promise. The priest, in imitation of the obedience of Christ, hands himself over to a descendant of the apostles in total and utter obedience. Those seven promises guide the rest of the priest's life. They are promises which I think about often as I lay in bed at night. I think about them often when I awake in the morning and as I give of myself entirely to you. And so in your presence on this Holy Thursday, I renew all of those promises to assist the bishop to the best of my ability to preach the gospel with every ounce of eloquence I may or may not have, to celebrate the liturgy with every fiber of my being reverently for the glory of God and for the salvation of your souls, to remain always and everywhere faithful to my promise of celibacy, the sign of my dedication to Christ and to the kingdom of heaven, to pray for each and every one of you without ceasing, imploring for you whatever graces you may need in the mercy of God upon you, to imitate to the best of my ability and by the grace of God, Jesus Christ, and him crucified, and to obey always and everywhere my bishop for the glory of God and for the salvation of your souls.